world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Oh man, am I hot today. Anyway, uh, my uh, all my social media platforms since I referred to uh, Mark Zuckerberg as the booster <laughs> seat bitch uh, <laughs> because I got uh, suspensions across the board. Yeah. I'm not gaining any new followers, and yeah. I've received over a hundred messages from people from Instagram and Facebook that are not receiving my videos and my stills. They don't see them anymore. They asked if I unfriended them. And uh, YouTube, if you're subscribed to YouTube and you click the little bell to get notifications when I post a video, you have to go back and click it like every couple of days. Oh. YouTube is disconnected, my followers' notifications, so my followers don't well, there's, get... A, there's like no connection. Yeah, no. oh no, it's it's no. all, all of this is coincidence. Coincidence, okay? of course it is. So I called that little Silicon Valley sissy <laughs> the booster seat bitch because he had to sit on a booster seat when he went before the Senate. I know they want... They don't want us to win, and the rich, repulsive socialists want to run the show. And listen, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm on, what am I on? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. So I'm on those five right now. So like me, share me, follow me. If you're not getting my videos, if you're not getting answer, answer something, resubscribe, refollow, pass it on to your friends and family, because I will not be silenced. Now, before I introduce our guests, because we're going to get serious with our guests here, I want to talk about what's going on in the state of New Jersey. You guys all know that I will be at the Citizens First rally on October 19th from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, in Avenel in support of uh, Tony Gallo for Middlesex County Sheriff. Well, what's going on right now? Our Attorney General, Grubel Gruel, he sent a scathing... Sounds like a made-up name, right? Yeah, he sent... Yeah, ugh. He sent up a, a, a directive to all 21 duly elected sheriffs, there's 21 counties in New Jersey, and told them, you will abide by our sanctuary state rules and you will not comply with federal law enforcement. Mm. Last week they released two child rapists to the street. They did not give them to ICE. They did not report them and hold them for ICE detainers. Uh, so right now we have a couple of sheriffs. Sussex County is defiant. Cape May County is defiant, and now Monmouth County is defiant as well. But we only have three out of 21. What about the 18 <laughs> other sheriffs that were uh, elected to, to represent us, the people? So here's what happens. And I, I said this on Monday. I said, don't, it won't, don't be surprised. It won't be long before our AG starts locking up cops for protecting us, the law-abiding yeah, citizens. Right. Two days later, Fairfax County, Virginia, NRA headquarters, mm -hmm. a cop responds to a motor vehicle accident, asked the driver for his license. License is suspended. 
runs a background check on the guy. The guy has outstanding warrants, and he has an ICE detainer because he's here illegally. The cop calls ICE up and has him detained. The police chief suspended that cop because he said the cop was insensitive to our diverse immigrant community. That's the line they all use. Phil Murphy uses it, Grubel and everything. So it didn't happen in New Jersey first. It happened in Virginia. So cops now who support these Democrats for their union raises for the most part, they're going to start losing their job, Mm -hmm. getting suspended without pay, and probably going to jail for releasing illegals. But here's how it works in New Jersey. Gabe, you're here. If you were pulled over by a cop and you had outstanding warrants and a suspended license, you go to jail, you have to make bail, your wife has to come get you or whatever. But and if then, you're an illegal, you get put back on the street. Not cool. I don't know. Not cool. It's backwards. I understand it's all for votes and it's all to protect our diverse immigrant community. The other thing they're saying is this makes us safer. Sanctuary states make us safer because... Illegal aliens are reluctant to go to police to report crimes for fear of being deported. This is a bullshit line that the socialists are using to protect their electorate. That's what it comes down to. It's bullshit. You commit a crime, whether you're legal or illegal, you have to do the time. That's how it's supposed to work. But it's backwards right now. You suspend a freaking cop. The cop has been reinstated because of public outcry three days later. But the police chief apologized to him, not to him, to the people because he offended the diverse immigrant community. Police chief Apologize to the people, the people. The, uh, the illegal immigrants in his community. Oh. Okay? Oh. Yes. So to the lawbreakers. Who you you know? apologize to the lawbreakers and you suspend a cop. Correct. That's how we... So why are cops are they even going to want to do their jobs? But here's the vicious circle. Come election time, the cops will vote for the socialists again because they're the yeah. ones promising mm-hmm. them the fatter pensions, so no copay, no this, no that. Exactly. So when you cops start getting locked up like us law-abiding citizens, the third tier here, don't give us any shit. This is where we're going, okay? We ICE, ICE now is mobilizing. We had a couple of customs and immigration officers come in and tell us that they're now mobilizing. They've been told by multiple police departments that if they execute a warrant for an illegal and shit goes sideways, they're not allowed to respond to back them up. Are you serious? The town? The towns, yes. Because the the chiefs and the politicians are not allowing them to do it, Frank. But that's one law enforcement agency to another. Correct. But And that was supposed to, after September 11th, all law enforcement agencies under the Patriot Act are supposed to communicate, work together, back each other up. Our socialist leaders are severing those ties. I mean, September 11th wasn't U.S. citizens. September 11th was aliens. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about illegal aliens? How about this? How about after September 11th, they came up with where you need six points of ID to get a driver's license to make it harder for terrorists to get a driver's license? You need a real ID now. Yeah. Guess what? Not if you're an illegal. If you're a U.S. citizen, you need six points of ID. If you're an illegal, they waive all six points. What? Yes. You want to know why? Because as soon as you get your driver's license, guess what they do? They register you to vote. Mm. You get a voter registration card. No one checks your immigrant status when you apply for your voter registration card and when you go vote. They're making us unsafer. We are going to have terrorist attacks. We're going to have more murderers. We're going to have more child rapists on the street because of what our country says, our government says they're doing to make us safer. 
It's all about okay. motor voter. It's all about motor voter. It's all about getting people because you can't. What happens is the Democratic Party has become the Communist Party. They can't garner new votes on their socialist principles, so they have to import new voters. So that's what they're doing. They're taking this whole class of criminals and illegals, making them the second tier to support the protected class, the first tier. And the third tier, us law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, are getting screwed left and right. You're actually telling police departments that if shit goes sideways, ICE can't. if the ICE calls for backup, they're not going to come to back them up. How sick is that? And it's all for votes. Our attorney general went on a tirade a few days ago. He did a press conference. You will follow this directive, sanctuary state directive, blah, 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 blah. I, no law enforcement in New Jersey is allowed to cooperate with ICE. We'll see how Holy that plays out. Or what? Shit. Or what? I guess they're going to start arresting I mean, and firing people. What are they, they going to do? Well, I don't know, but we have three sheriffs right now giving them the big Anthony half a peace sign. And the sheriffs were elected by us. Yes. So let's see what happens. That's why you want to go to Tony Gallo's uh, uh, rally. So I have other stuff to go over, but since I, I already brought uh, Gabe into it and Frank has spoken and Bella's really being quiet, <laughs> let's talk about our guest today. So it's no uh, secret last week. Bobby Prowse was on talking about when he was walking Loki and he had a pit bull uh, come running at him. So I got to thinking because uh, Tracy and I have a dog uh, named Rex, a little uh, sheepdog uh, Tibetan terrier mix. We uh, hired Frank to uh, discipline him and uh, train him, so to speak, uh, you know, so he's a better dog for all of us. Rex is not disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> not by you, so, not by any means. No. So Frank from Behavior Plus, when we went, he came to my house last week for some more training, and I said, Frank, I want you to listen to last week's radio show, and I want you to weigh in uh, professionally as a professional dog trainer, as someone that grabs dogs that we're going to be killed in a shelter where they say they could never be rehabilitated mm-hmm. and then, then he shows up here with 100 pound pit bulls that are sleeping on the floor throwing kisses at me uh, and Gabe is here Gabe Lugo is a Gun For Hire alumni he was a Gun For Hire follower and fan for uh, many many years uh, going back into Belleville and then one day we made a big mistake we hired him yep. uh, and we him. haven't been able to get rid of him he's chief range safety officer here he works retail he can pretty much do anything here and a few months ago, uh, Frank's daughter, Allison, who's getting married in November, she approached me and said, uh, we have a dog uh, uh, that was uh, trained for service dog, and there was a problem with uh, its human, and the dog is kind of lost right now and looking for a home, and it doesn't. we don't want him to be a service dog anymore. We want him to you know, just be somebody's family dog. So a light went on in my head, and I went in the back, and I said, Gabe, uh, you and your wife just bought a house, right? I was just talking about it with Gary, yeah. Yeah, and he said, yeah. I said, oh, good. You got a dog now, too. I yeah, didn't really, really I, I didn't ask him. <laughs> so so Gabe spoke to Gina, and then they went up on a Sunday, right? Yep, you we went up to be Frank and them, um, met the dog. Seamus was hanging out. You know, Frank gave me a couple instructions, and he just pointed at me, and like, that's the guy that Seamus needs. So, <laughs> so Gabe... Before we get into Frank's professional stuff here, mm-hmm. tell us, so what happened? You and Gina went up to see Seamus, who you bring to work sometimes, by I the do. Way. I bring him, um, you know, every few Sundays and stuff, especially when my wife has uh, family stuff to go to up in Bergen County. She picks him up on her way home. Um, and he's good. I have him in the range all day, you know, walking up and down. Everybody wants to pet him. He seems to calm everybody down, you know. They're so therapeutic and stuff, especially in the high stress. So we have the volume we're going through here. He's a really, really good dog. Yeah, he's he's such a good boy. Um, we had our issues and stuff. We met with Frank a um, couple times with the dog and stuff, and we brought him home. And really, he trains us how to deal with the dog. Seamus is uh, 
he was already trained. He was a service dog, so you know we're still figuring out like what he knows. He's smarter than all of us. Of he's course, he is a real problem solver. That you know, another guy. But but um, you are you've never been happier. It's nice to have a dog in the house. Isn't we it? we joke around. He's actually uh, my wife wanted a puppy. You know, like a golden retriever. She had her heart set on it, and we joke all the time. Seamus is the best dog we didn't want. Because <laughs> he really, he's really good. You know, we, he has a run of the house. I have a lot of property. He's in the middle of no, you know, I live kind of in the middle of nowhere. So he has his own Instagram page too. He does. Seamus. What's his page? Seamus underscore the underscore dog D A W G. No, but Seamus is the Gaelic Andrew. spelling, right? It is S E A M U S. I gotta change that uh, on paper soon. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, my wife want my wife wanted to change it. Really? Yeah. It's spelled now S H A M U S. I think so. so. SHA is where we yeah. where we placed them really. So Frank, where's your business located? We're located in uh, River Edge, New Jersey, up in Bergen County. Uh, we're at 498 Kinderkamack Road. And uh, how long you been in business? Um, Behavior Plus has been around as a corporation about nine years, and we've been training dogs for about 16. And so you trained Seamus, you trained Bella over here, um, you trained service dogs for our veterans and people with that's like correct. like like head trauma and everything. We've had this discussion already. Yeah, you that's you deliver, you come to the house, like you came yep. to my house. Ahead, um, based, yeah, uh, I sit on the, the board of directors with Hightower Animal Shelter up in Pomona, New York, and we take the uh, pit bulls from Hightower and we turn them into service dogs for veterans, and we give them to the veteran at no charge. And Seamus was placed, originally placed with the veteran, and the veteran was unable to um, take properly take care of Seamus. And once you take a service dog from an original assignment, it's really difficult to reassign them. Wow. So Seamus became um, an office dog where he was kind of with us until uh, my daughter contacted you, Anthony, and you gave us Gabe. And uh, Seamus and Gabe hit it off right away. And, you know, there was, it was, well, he got an extremely well-trained how, How many that? years did Seamus spend in a shelter? <laughs> four. Seamus spent four years in a shelter. Sandy. He was marked as aggressive wow. because he would become protective of his owners. And that was the problem that Gabe and his wife had when they first took him. Yeah. Is he originally became protective because he didn't have a job. Yeah. Um, so we explained that to them and, and we gave them some ideas and they worked with Seamus and, and Gabe was very very forward with Seamus, which is what Seamus needed. Right, right. So yeah, because he, he gave him the down. rules and boundaries, Seamus fell right in line. We, our first lesson that we took with Rex, Tracy and I, he taught us leash training, him and his one of his associates, Kim. And Rex went from the Tasmanian devil <laughs> to what do you want me to do, literally in five minutes. Yeah. And Frank has been teaching us more confident stuff with him. We bring him up there. We go through obstacles. He came to my house last Sunday, and we have these the park benches. Mm -hmm. out, and he's like... Just guide the dog and have him jump over the park bench. You know, from the seat up over the back thing. Yeah. I'm like, no way. He goes, just walk and, and guide him in out there. Boom, Rex goes right over. <laughs> Go around, boom, Rex goes right over. The first one or two times he tried to ditch to the left. Yeah. But after Frank's like, do that to him like 30 or 40 times, and you won't have to worry about him having too much energy when you get him back <laughs> in the house. But it's like confidence building, right, Frank? And well, I didn't know exactly what we're doing. You want, you want to build the confidence in a dog. Confident dogs don't bite. That's really the key. So if the dog is confident, the dog is relaxed, the dog won't bite. And you need to drain the energy in order to do that. So how do I drain energy and build confidence at the same time? Well, jumping over a park bench can be a scary experience for a dog. But once I accomplish that, especially since you lead me, then I become more confident in your ability to lead me. And then I become confident in you, and then I don't have to worry about biting unless something goes wrong. Frank put a ladder at his place, his training facility. 
and I had to take Rex. And I keep wanting to say Winston, by the way. I'm sorry. It's been you know 13 years of Winston. It's only t three months of Rex, so it's hard. Mm -hmm. But Frank says, you know, take the leash and get him to walk down the ladder through the rungs. Yeah, he didn't want to do that. He did not want to <laughs> do it. But guess what? After about the 20th time. He did it. Oh, he trotted right on yes. through it, and then he becomes, again, more confident. More confident in your ability to lead him through these obstacles. And that's what makes a confident dog. He's been teaching us how to make the dog stay, right? Gabe, you have all of these scenarios. You and your yeah. wife, Gina, work on this stuff? With yeah, I work on this all the time. I, I almost feel bad because... I feel like I'm not doing it. Yeah, Seamus has a rock solid stay. He used to sit in our office just without a leash with all the dogs like Rex were going through training and Seamus would just stay there. He, he's he's an, an excellent dog, Seamus. Just amazing. Sandy, are we okay? You sure? Yeah. I can't hear right now. Can yeah. you hear? We're okay? Yeah, we're good. The volume's good? Well, Sandy people touched. are hearing this. Now I can hear it. I had a, I had a loose connection. So... So I got to I got to tell you something right now. Uh, I had Winston for 13 years, and he didn't go through any formal training. And now Rex, for the past couple of months, that's gone through formal training. It is a world of difference. Yeah. Uh, it's much more enjoyable to be a dog owner when you have a dog who who's trained, and you have a guy like Frank telling you what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. It, it sucks though sometimes. I'm 58 years old. Frank comes over to the house like, why are you doing that? You, you should be doing this. Right. Why are you doing that? It's all you, Show not the dog. Yeah, it's all nothing the wrong with the dog. The dog is fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's like an ego thing. It's like it's like a, okay, I'll try better next time, Frank. You know, I'm like, Jesus, yeah. he came here for an hour. Rex is running around happy. I, I got my ass chewed out. Well, see, Frank, <laughs> Frank is like us. He's much better with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but see, he knows it all. Like, Bob Prell right. stopped in this well, morning before we taped the show, and I said to Frank, this is Bob who was walking Loki, and then Frank gave him tips what to do with Loki, right? What were, what were your tips? But one of the Loki? things that, yeah, because what has happened to Loki, Loki's last memory of that house, that area, and that dog is going to be a fight. Mm -hmm. And that really needs to be addressed. Loki needs to be walking in with other dogs and be almost re-socialized again. Wow. It needs to be, you know, for all intents and purposes, debriefed. <clears throat> Get okay. off of that idea of, of I have to be concerned about every dog. As an example, Bella will get bit anywhere between two to four times a year by our clients' dogs. The first thing we do, even before we treat the wound, is walk Bella with the dog, confidently, calmly, so that their last memory is a walk and not the fight. Oh. So that the following week, when the dog comes back, Bella can go right back to work. Right. And not think about this dog as being something that will attack. And that's really important that Loki be trained in and around other dogs as, as soon as possible so that he doesn't become weary of strange dogs. Mm. Like he lives with the dog, so he's not dog aggressive. Yeah. So we don't want him to become aggressive to strange dogs or feel a need to have to protect every time he's out. Wow, so, does that make sense? So he offers all this insight. And I'm telling you something. Frank is n not expensive. He's definitely worth it. His, uh, his business is behaviorplusdogtraining.com. They're always looking for donations, too, because they, they work for free. They train service dogs You're for right. veterans and people right. uh, with disabilities and stuff. I, uh, can you say disabilities? It's everything so politically correct. Uh, you know, I don't well, know. It's handicapped. Uh, the donations that we want would either go to the Ramapo Bergen Animal Refuge like Rabari or okay. to the High Tour Animal Care Center in Pomona, New York. But it, but it's easy to just so. go on the Behavior Plus dog training site and check it out, and you can always send them an email, and they'll tell you where to if you want to send a donation or if you want to help out or if you want. What what town are you in? I'm in River Edge. R River Edge, right right off the highway. It, it's it's in a strip mall. There's a good bagel place to the right. Yes, Not that is. I've ever been there before. No, but <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the bagels are this big. Was the big. first thing you asked for though? 
The bagels. Yeah, well, it was the first thing you asked I walked about. in. I dropped Rex off. <laughs> I said, uh, drop that truck. Where can I get coffee and bagels? I brought you back a coffee. I'm a good guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you got to see Bella's just laying here all uh, docile and everything. So so Frank does all of his training. So Frank and, and Gabe, Gabe, now you, you walk Seamus off leash. Yep, I walk him off leash. Uh, it took, you know, obviously I didn't try it immediately. But uh, after he was, like, really, really good on the leash, you know, I started letting go, give him a little room. Um, Frank gave us uh, some tool like uh, an education collar, so you know, give him some e-collar. distance and yeah. e collar. So, you know, if he goes too far, I can just kind of set a little border and some parameters and stuff from the following. It's very important that dogs have rules, boundaries, and limitations. Without right. those three things, dogs end up with like the na- like your your gentleman's neighbor's dog that came out of the backyard and attacked the dog. Correct. That dog had no boundaries. That dog went out an open back door. Nobody told that door that an, that dog that an open door doesn't mean you go through it. Right. And the, then the dog went again, left the property. Nobody gave that dog boundaries of the property. I had a pizza delivered to my house. Rex freaks out at the door. Right. Frank comes the next day. I tell him four minutes later, all fixed. Yeah. <laughs> honest, honest to God, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about it. all fixed. Now anybody can ring my door, and Rex knows to wait behind me right. while I go through the transaction. Have you ever had that happen? No. You always dealt with your dog jumping and screaming, right? No. Oh, he waited? He had to. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? 
Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Katie needs a new job. Just saying. That's just white. <laughs> we back? So, a <laughs> couple of things. The Cheeseman case is uh, before the U.S. Supreme Court. We're waiting to see what the uh, results are going to be. Yep. Uh, the Supreme Court is holding three or four <laughs> concealed carry cases right now. ANGRPC jumped on the case with uh, the MAGBAN with California, filing an amicus brief, by the way. Uh, my crazy friend in, <laughs> in Pennsylvania, Bob Ramo, got his helicopter. Yes, he did. Yes, he, the helicopter hull is on site, and he's setting it up now. The helicopter hull is going to be on cables up at the mountain, and you're going to be able to strap into a seat and shoot from oh, the helicopter cool. as you yeah. travel. Ba- yes, that's at shootersgauntlet.com. We're going. That's well, that's where Jimmy does the 1,500-yard so shoot. Control. Oh, then we're definitely going. So I met Bob Ramo and I and his wife and everybody. We were all hanging out in Vegas in January, and he said he was thinking about getting a hull, and I said I dared him. And, and then, he posted yeah, he the picture. Did. It's all my fault. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, so, so <laughs> it's all my. He just needed somebody to challenge him so he could tell his wife it was my fault. Right, right. Been there, done that, Bob. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So, all right. So your dog was trained, but obviously Rex is in the process of training. Winston, anytime somebody rang the bell, Winston ran up to the door. You'd have to fight him back or lock him in the bedroom while you took care of the transaction. Frank comes to the house Sunday after I had a pizza delivered Saturday night. Gluten-free pizza, by the way. It was Ew. actually pretty good. Gross. What? Gross. Oh, this one was pretty good. So, Frank taught me how to teach Rex. The gluten-free is getting stuck in the back of my throat. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm not gluten-free. It's just I don't want to be 420 pounds again. And you, you think and you think rice flour has no <laughs> calories in it? I, but listen to me you right fall now. For it this doesn't shit. bloat me as much as as wheat <laughs> oh, does. Bloating. Do you understand? Do you understand? Okay. But, Do you but understand? Blo- that there's a it big difference between gas. Oh yeah, there's no problem <laughs> with that. Okay. <laughs> you know, you misdiagnosed me. Now you want to play doctor? <laughs> How does this work? Yeah, look. How does this work? Just Sandy, what's this thing on my nose? It's go, nothing. Do I go to dermatologist. Whoa, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, you know why? Dermatologist <laughs> needs a new boat. <laughs> so, so Frank fixed it. I'm changing the subject. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, look, you you got a little AK on your nose, and it's all big Some deal. Bitches, please. <laughs> Please remember the cheese. Can we case. say hypochondriac, ladies and gentlemen? That's oh <laughs> my God! Please, uh, please remember the the GoFundMe state case. Restore carry yes. uh, forward slash yes. New Jersey. The Cheeseman case, please. Uh, Jay Factor is getting to the point where I am now, where he's you know he's on social media and people are tagging him in posts, going, "What's going on in New Jersey? When are we getting concealed carry? We, sh- you know, I have an idea. We should have a rally. You know, like these people are just waking up now. It's like you yeah, know we, we have like two rights left. Have, we should have a re- <laughs> in New Jersey. You have the right to pay taxes and the right to die. Right. Everything never? else, we, yeah, we would ask permission right. for. So, so Frank, so be granted. <laughs> So, Frank, all right, scenario. Frank Puglisi, the owner and master trainer from Behavior Plus, is walking Bella down the street, and the same thing happens to you that happened to Bob Prouse. All of a sudden, in your distance, you hear, 
and you look, and here comes a pit bull as big as Bella, because she's beautiful. Uh, as big as Bella comes running up, and it's an all-out going to be an all-out dog fight. Uh, I know you've had this happen before. For our listeners, uh, from your level of expertise, and Gabe needs to know this too, because he walked yeah. Seamus, and he walked Seamus off. She's walking Seamus off leash. And I got bears. Yeah, well, I mean, forget about bears. the bears. bears and stuff. But but think about a, an aggressive dog that wasn't trained with no boundaries. So yeah. Frank, share behavior plus his angle on this, because we're all ignorant. It, it, it's very difficult to to deal with. A, a dog fight is extremely violent event. It's um, it's very intense. And the first thing you want to do is try to prevent it as quickly as possible. Um, in, in the case of, of the dog coming out, most times when a dog's coming out, it's not coming out for the human, it's coming out for the dog. And if you step in front of your dog and you step in front of that dog, it's very, very possible you can actually get the dog to stop moving. Oh. Or at least to start to go work really? itself around you. And that will allow you to move your dog around and almost keep the fight from happening, slowing it down. Once the fight starts, though, if the dog does get from behind or comes from the side and it's unexpected, you need to drop your leash, and you need to let the dog defend yeah, Bob, itself. Bob realized that. Right. Into and if it. you're going to start to pull a dog off, don't pull off yours, because yours probably won't bite you. Right. Look at the other one and see if you can get the hind legs from the other dog and pick it up, and then you can always call hind your legs. dog off. Pick the dog up by the hind legs. The hind legs. Once you get from behind, you pick up the dog from the hind legs. He can't turn around and get you. He can't reach you. Hmm. Did you even right? think about that, no. Sandy? And once you lift him up, he's not no more balance. If your dog has been trained and has any type of respect for you, or if you have an, any type of, of working relationship with your dog, you can then call your dog off and tell your dog to go and just keep this dog at bay until it calms down. you got to hold the dog up by its hind legs until help back. comes. Until <laughs> help comes. You know? I, mean, <laughs> I mean, holy <laughs> shit. We, we deal with a lot of aggressive dogs. And, and uh, you know, we deal with dogs that have serious bite histories. Uh, we would be the type of trainer that would go in and deal with the dog that attacked Bob's dog. And and that dog would be introduced to, to our dogs that are trained not to move forward. Um, and, and we would teach this dog how to, how to respect its area and how to respect territory and how to stay inside of its boundaries. But dog fights do happen. They happen to us. Um, I have 11 dogs. Dog fights happen. It is one of the things that happen. And in the situation of two pit bulls, especially one that you're not, uh, that you're not familiar with, to pin the dogs down, which is really the quickest way to stop it. Bob had mentioned in his podcast that, that, that he had kicked the dog several times. Three times. Kicking the dog makes that dog feel that that pain is coming from the target that he's engaged in. Wow. He's so focused, man. He's so he's not going to stop because of that. Just like if he, if he locked on and is holding on and you're trying to pull the dog apart, that's not going to happen. The pit bull doesn't have locking jaws like they claim. They just have a very tight hold. Okay, and once they do hold on, the more that you wiggle, the more that you punch, the more that you strike, the more the dog holds on. It's almost like a shepherd too. The it, same. Well, the shepherd's a little bit different because the pit bull's jaws are like for 230 pounds compared to the shepherd's 430. I mean, it's a big yeah. difference in 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 bite. But the pit bull won't let go. That's what made them what they are, and that, that's how their name got. They used to put them in pits to hold on to the bulls, the pit bull. You know what I mean? And they're going to hold on. And once they hold on, any type of pain that they're feeling, they believe is coming from the thing they're holding on to. Uh -huh. So they hold on tighter. So you really want to try to calm it down as quickly as possible. Example, we had two dogs get into an incident inside of our facility. And again, these were two aggressive dogs. These were dogs that came there to help get over this. We pinned them down, and the one dog had locked onto the other dog's neck. And we took a bottle of water and sprayed it in its mouth, and it has to let go or it's going to drown. So we, 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 we pinned it down, but we stopped the movement. Any type of movement, the dog's going to hold on to until the other dog surrenders. 
That dog didn't come out to kill Bob's dog. Judging from what he said and the type of damage that was done, that dog came out to dominate its territory, to claim its area. Because if he wanted to kill Bob's dog, he would have the first thing he would have done was rip it open. And he didn't do that. They were throwing punches at each other that resulted in puncture wounds all around, kind of okay. like a yeah. like a bar fight. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Right. But there was no it was a dominance thing and the other dog was merely defending itself. And that's kind of the way it is. Uh, um, had that dog wanted to, aggression is ripping and tearing. And when you see an aggressive ripping and tearing, it's solid, it's real. Yeah. And the dog literally will rip open it, 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 what is its prey or its target because uh, that's what it wants to do. Um, most dogs don't want to do that. They defend their territory like this dog did because the owners didn't give this dog boundaries. You know, and there's no difference from, you know, owning a pit bull and, and, and owning a handgun. You need to know how to use what you bought. And you should have, uh, you should take the time to learn how to do that. Right. Especially if you're going to go rescue a dog. We want you to right. rescue dogs. Right. But learn about what you're rescuing. Right. Learn about right. who they are and how powerful these things are. And, and be prepared to deal with that. And, and take the time. Hire a trainer. You know, if not us, somebody else, but hire a professional to come in and show you how to handle this dog mm -hmm. so that those situations don't happen because these dogs are getting one bad rap after another for just being loyal partners. Right. And that's really all they are. I can't tell you in a few hours of training with Rex how much insight and he's opened our minds on, you know, we were doing it wrong. We had a regular leash on the dog, and when we're walking, the dog's pulling us like he's a sled dog, you know. And then Frank hooks us up with his leash collar combination, and now I walk Rex. Walks we put Rex in a slip lead. A slip For 25,000 years, man led dogs around with a rope around his neck. Mm -hmm. And then in the 1980s in America, everybody had to have harnesses because you were hurting the dog's neck. <laughs> but if you go in any other country in the world, they're using a rope with a knot in it. Right. <laughs> but here right. we have to have harnesses. And, and the reality of the situation is, is that dogs communicate through energy, body language, and touch. And you really have no way of touching a dog in a harness. Right. And with, a, with, a, with a leash around its neck, it's a gentle tug. And what people don't understand is a dog is the only animal we lead around by the neck. Every other animal we lead around by the nose or the mouth. Mm-hmm. But a dog, we need the nose to sniff for us. We need the mouth to work for us. So we want to leave those things free. But if you watch the uh, the Iditarod and you see these huskies that are pulling these sleds, when they're brought out to be hooked up, they're brought out with a rope around their neck. Because once they're hooked into that harness, that harness says pull. Right. And those dogs are going to pull against that energy. Right. And that's exactly what happens with everybody else. You put and a dog in a regular collar and you start pulling back, that dog's going to pull forward against that collar. It's not a decision. It's not a conscious decision. It's just what they do. Mm. So and you have to come up with a way of and touching them. And we're not stroke, uh, choking or strangling, Rex. No, of course you not. You put it on all. snug. No. You, and after a couple of minutes of walking, the, the line is loose. The, yeah. the, 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 you're not pulling him. He just learns to walk alongside mm -hmm. of you. You say sit and you say stay, and he mm -hmm. does. Yeah, That's exactly right. And it's basic commands. And that's really, if you spend the time to teach your dog just basic commands, right. you won't have the problems that people right. are having out on the street. You know? And, and that's, that is, it is a difficult problem. It's a big problem in New Jersey uh, with, with dog-on-dog -dog attacks. It's, we have a lot of dogs that are in the, in the shelters because of it. They're surrendered by the owners as soon as it happens because now they don't want to deal with the problem. It's easier just to drop the dog in the shelter. All right? It's an issue that happens on a pretty regular basis. But in New Jersey, it's also a property issue. You know? I mean, you've got to remember, a dog is, is property in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So... You know, the dog-on-dog -dog attacks happen pretty regularly. People don't believe that they have 
uh, a dog with a problem, so they just let this dog off leash. Right. And the the law in New Jersey requires right. the dog be on you know a six foot lead. That's the law. So, if you're in a park or you're in a place, a public place, yeah. not like where Gabe lives up in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you can go yeah, walk right. around your neighborhood because well, you really don't have a neighborhood up there. there. <laughs> it's, there's no sidewalk <laughs> or anything, <laughs> yeah, right? It's nothing. Frank on a mountain. You could go up there. You're <laughs> Frank, on a mountain. You know, Frank knows the neighborhood because he delivers. He you will know? come to your house yeah. and train as yeah. well, and uh, they're they're the very best at what they do. And the fact that he trains service dogs for our veterans and stuff, and he works with these other organizations, uh, that's all you need to know. You know, gun people are the best people. Frank is a uh, gun person as well. Uh, you know, I say the same thing about our cigar culture people, and uh, but gun people, and we know animal people, people who love dogs, cats, any kind of you know domestic animals. We tend to have a big heart and be caring, except for those bastards that torture animals, which there's a special place in hell for them. Hmm. Uh, did you see in New York now the Dachshund? They caught three kids. They cut the rear legs off the no, Dachshund. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, terrible. I saw pictures, and I'm, I'm traumatized by that. So I'd like 15 minutes alone with the three of them. Oh, All absolutely. I need is a tweezers and a torch lighter. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm yeah. good. 15 yeah. minutes. Five minutes each at what? It just tw- that, that combination just... Oh, you have no <laughs> idea. You, you th- Well, it's a Vietnam thing. So you tie them ah. up, bottom of the foot. You burn the skin, a patch, and then you peel it back with the tweezer. Ooh. Yeah, that, I could work on one foot all day. <laughs> okay? All I need is God. cigars. All right, okay. all right. <laughs> all right um, anyway, well, that's for someone who's doing... Theoretically. Anyway, yeah. or a pair of pliers and a coat hanger. That, I'm the good the red flag's coming in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's my red flag? I've been hashtagging, where's my red flag? Let's go. Listen, I cannot Let's believe go. how banned I am. So Behavior Plus is on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Seamus the Dog is on Instagram. It, it It's Behavior Plus Dog Training. Dogtraining.com. BehaviorPlusDogTraining.com. Everybody should go on Frank's social media sites and website. Five-star reviews. Pass it to your friends and family. Anybody you know that has a dog. If you have a dog that jumps on you when you mm-hmm. come in the house, call Frank. Right. Watch what he will do. Rex doesn't jump on us anymore when we come into the house. He taught us what to do. Basically, tip, walk by and kind of ignore him. You know, right? Frank, yeah, uh, tell, tell yeah. people what you did. Give us a, one tip. before. Be, otherwise, you got to pay for the rest of this shit, you cheap bastards. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> uh, here's how it really works. You, you, you enter a home, the first thing you do is who do you greet first, your dog or your wife? Well, most people are going to greet the dog first because the dog comes to the door. And right. they love us more. But in reality <laughs> of the situation here is that uh, greeting the dog first actually raises the dog's level above that of the human in the house. You need to enter the house uh, with rules. No touch, no talk, no eye contact. We walk into the, the house. We don't pay any attention to the dog. We say hello to our family members. We take off our coat. We get everything settled. And when the dog comes down, we greet the dog. And what we teach the dog is if you stay relaxed, we'll come see you. And Rex was fell right in line almost immediately. Almost immediately. Almost yeah. immediately. He He's got the, the dog right whisperer away. here. He came up. We got a problem with this. Okay, this is what you have to do. Got a problem with that. Okay, this is what you have to do. Got a problem with that. This is what you have to do. He also, another tip. If you let the dog sleep in your bed, at the foot of the bed, tell him, tell him what happens if the dog gets in the bed first. Well, if the dog gets in the bed first, you're getting in bed with the dog. Oh. <laughs> so is that the way you do this? No. You don't get in bed with the dog. So you dog get in bed, bed, then you call the dog bite the dog the bed. Oh, No you. bed for the dog. Not well, no, my, but... Well, dog. that's good. That's yeah, fine. On the floor. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. 
When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms and those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. All right, I have some housekeeping to go over. If anybody gets the Asbury Park Press, I was quoted in some article about the Iron Pipeline. I cannot see it. Please send it to Talk Back at Gun for Hire Radio or Anthony at Gun for Hire. It's a paywall. I'll call my buddy. Oh. I can't there. get through it. It's a paywall. I saw a quote on a Google Alert thing that I was quoted. I'd love to know what I was quoted in. Yeah, right. I, I'd like to be able to see it. Please, please, please. Okay, so did you know? that since September 1st, New Jersey enacted the red flag law, mm -hmm. they've executed at least one red flag a day. Really? One a day? One Are a day. Are you serious? One a day. One a day. Okay? Well, why have it and not use it? Correct. Correct. So you better be careful. I have something coming out to help us for red flags uh, pretty soon. I can't say anything about it right now. But uh, Cal Calstrom's case has moved up. This is Cal Calstrom, decorated Marine veteran, went to get a job, Somerset County, for a bona fide security company, applied for a carry permit to wear in uniform to work in movie theaters, armed security, and the police chief, the prosecutor, and the judge in Somerset County denied him. And that's not okay. supposed to work? 
yeah, you can't work. Find another thing. Uh, yeah, All right. He has to find, find another, another job. job. His yeah. GoFundMe page is denial of 2A rights for work in NJ. Cal, we keep pitching it for you. Uh, there's a lot of changes coming with the Supreme Court and stuff anyway. Uh, it, will, uh, it will all come to fruition soon. Uh, by the way, Senate President Sweeney is on the full attack attacking Governor Phil Murphy, <laughs> saying that <laughs> New Jersey's the worst yeah. state to live in, taxes <laughs> and everything. Oh, and oh. he's going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest people of the public of New Jersey. Yes. Do not forget to support Gallo, number four, sheriff.com. Gallo, number four sheriff citizens uh, rally. He will be the fourth sheriff out of 21 that is going to say no to our AG. So we'll see what happens there. I'm also LD3 is uh, Edward Dar. We're uh, also supporting him as well right now, waiting for a few others to come out. Uh, I've been advertising on Yelp for seven years to the tune of 1000 to $3,000 a month. I received a letter. Ready? <clears throat> Yelp has made a th the thoughtful decision to restrict some categories <laughs> from cost per impression advertising on the site. Guns, ammo, and firearms included. We've stopped running your ads for your business immediately. You are still eligible for and highly encouraged to engage with page upgrades and additional features within your Yelp for Business owner's account to further engage in the community. We are currently auditing the site for comparable businesses like yours to take similar course of an action. Jasmine S. Customer Service at Yelp. Thank you. F you. Okay. One more platform where we're not allowed to advertise yeah, on. Right. One more platform. The Those masters reviews don't of come up as they, as they should anyway. No, we only have 500 reviews shown, 900 reviews hidden. They decide, you yeah, know, the hidden. masters of the universe, they decide what we're going to see. Uh, the same thing happened with Google. Google did not allow gun range advertising for two years, and they started again. And now myself and all my competitors, just Google my name, Google any of my competitors' names, and my 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 site and my range comes up because they're all trying to make money off my back after 27 years of doing this shit. We're just that but great. It's the sincere, it is, we are just that great. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe, you've been working here how long now? Um, two years. Are we the best at what we do, Gabe? We are. I have a great time. Gabe, every size, <laughs> shape, and color walk in this door? It's all of them. Languages, size, shape, color. Does anybody walk out unhappy? No. How many... How many people have you l had leave here with a glow because they'd never shot a gun before, and you worked with them either in retail or in the range? Oh, the thousands. The, the glow on people's faces is just I, innumerable. We see so many people that come through here. Um, it just everybody's just so excited to do it, you know. And they're like all nervous at first, and then they get it, and it's so we make it so easy. They just. So what Frank does for dog training, we do in the gun industry. I'm the tip of the spear with the Second Amendment, you know, uh, fighting out there, and then my whole team and staff. I mean, listen, we have, we have about five thousand five star reviews on all of the social media yeah. platforms. You even see a lot, of them, a lot of them. I I go through them just to track them, you know, to tell the guys like, hey, you got a good review, you know, good job and stuff like that. And the ones that I know that they they should be there, I can't find them. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't even have the access that you probably have. Yeah. On the you know on the yeah, back they, end, they they suppress them. Yeah. You know, which is which is normal. So so Gabe, you and Gina now you have Seamus. It's got to be a year, right? It's close to a year. Um, we got them. We say like uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, so somewhere around there. Okay, so you're about eight months now. About eight months. Yeah, we tell him. Uh, I look at him, and say, "Look at me," and I get his eyes and I tell him, "You're my dog now." 
<laughs> what is he said? <laughs> he just wants a snack or something. Yeah, he just He's such a good dog. He has run a whole house when you're not home. Um, I close the bedrooms and the bathrooms and okay. stuff like that. But my layout of my house, he's got the upstairs, like the hallway, the living room, the kitchen, the mud room. You know. So you close the bathrooms because you're the only one who's allowed to drink toilet bowl water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You you got to have some boundaries, right? So it's mine is mine. Not everything. But is I'm so glad that he. Because listen, we all know dogs make everything better. They really do. And and just think about this: if you didn't have Seamus, how much less exercise would you get? No, th- think yeah. about that. Now I'm getting a you know at least a few times a week. I'm putting in like two miles up and down that and uphill because I live on that yeah. mountain. You wouldn't get that exercise no. by taking him out. You know, it's just a one. Like now, the past couple of months that Rex has been in my life, I volunteer to walk him all the time. And whether it's a half a mile, one mile, two, I love to do it. Yeah. I take him to the tennis courts with a tennis ball and we throw it and we run around because I, he's like a sheepdog. You see how wire he is, Frank. Yep. It that's uh, it, that's an important thing, right, Frank? Exercise. Exercise is the number one thing. Dogs need to get exercise. I mean, our dogs are, are pushed pretty pretty much every day. I mean, before they even start their work day, Bella did a three-mile walk this morning prior to doing anything else. I mean, the re- idea is to drain the energy. The dogs have a tremendous amount of energy. If these dogs were in the wild, they'd be traveling 10 or 15 miles a day looking for food. Right. Mm. So Mother Nature gave them a ton of energy just to hunt. We've, just, we've humanized them. We want them to sit on the couch all day. These, yeah, and they don't do that. They need They need to drain their energy, and they love to explore. So, so walking them is very, very important. Get them out, get them moving, give them, give them an area. The backyard is just a giant crate. You know, you want to get right. the dogs out right. and about, and you want them to explore and see new things and be confident when they leave the house that, that things are all good. I, I find it, I tell people I take a long walk, and I basically talk to God. It's a great time for me to think. Well, try not to hold your phone. But again, situational awareness. Mm-hmm. You can get no, mugged, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Another sure. dog absolutely. can attack you. You can get yeah. hit by a car, right, Frank? Well, we, don't, we, we encourage our clients not to use their phone at the time that they're walking the door, that the attention should go to the dog. Right. Don't, don't, don't get on the phone. Don't get involved in business business confrontations or conversations and stuff like that that, that are going to excite you or get you, uh, you your blood pressure up because that's just going to make the dog nervous. And then yeah. the experience of the walk is not good. We want the dog to enjoy the walk, and the dog will help you enjoy the walk. They'll, they'll take you to a lot of good places if you, if you Oh, yeah, if you let them. How many dogs have you saved that were going to get put down because they said they were aggressive or biters or something? You, you, that's oh, uh, your, that's your really specialty. Don't have no? a, account wise, uh, I, I don't know. I think the wall, Allison started the wall just over the last several, the last year and a half, and I think there's 26 on the wall right now. Um, but we, over the years, we've got to be several hundred dogs that we have then pulled. I mean, Bella was listed as food aggressive. You know, I'm uh, food aggressive. Uh, Bella and I could hang. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys could hang out together. You, saw, you met Tucker, right? Yes. So Tucker's another dog that's trained as a service dog. Tucker can, um, you know, turn on the lights and open the handicap doors. And he's trained to, to teach veterans how to walk with their dog. And, and Tucker was aggressive. Tucker had killed a dog several years ago, and we rehabilitated Tucker. And now he lives with 11 other, with eight, with 10 other dogs. You know, so and you'll also help find dogs for people too, right? Absolutely. You always yeah. have a, a. We're always looking for people. The people give us the information on what they're looking for. If we come across that type of dog, especially in a home where it doesn't belong, we'll be more than happy to pass it on and see if we can get the dogs we, put in their position. We say all the time, time, adopt, don't shop, right? And really, the best way to yeah. do it is if you if you use Behavior Plus as your point. He'll steer you the right way, and they're there with their expertise, too. Like, you can't go wrong. Right, right, right. Gabe? Yeah, and like I said, the, the, the best dog we didn't want. The yeah. best dog you didn't <laughs> want. And the thing is, is we'll help you out. We, we're not, you know, it, it's right now we're doing programs with the Bergen County Animal Shelter from Teterboro, and their dogs are delivered to us every day. 
and there's two of them that come, and these dogs are being rehabilitated and being ready, and they're they're almost ready for out for adoption now, and they're ready to get going. And uh, so now we'll be looking for homes, and people contact us through Facebook and through other means to say they're interested, and we do an introduction and see how the dogs work out. So everybody should go on behaviorplusdogtraining.com. Uh, all the links that are social media is there. Again, follow, like, share. Uh, he's not getting shadow banned and blocked like me because right now uh, dogs are still the the masters of the universe in Silicon Valley. They're they're not they're not disgusted by dogs yet. Oh, go I ahead. saw you Kay. got the I saw your post yesterday. I liked it. The two hundred one Bergen's best. Yes, yes. Right now that. we're trying. We're running this. Yeah. You're trying to get enough votes from Bergen's Best to be voted the best trained dog yeah, center yeah. in Bergen County. Oh, everybody go on and uh, uh, give them a vote, please. Do whatever's necessary. Go to Behavior Plus Dog Training and, uh, you know, uh, spread the love, please. We want to we wanna spread the love. We want to keep it in the family. Now, Frank, you shoot, too. I see you sometimes hanging out in the gun store and everything. Yeah, no, that's I, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, New Jersey's worth nightmare. I own pit bulls and have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Like but, <laughs> but the reality of the situation is, is that yeah, shooting is very relaxing to me. Um, I find it very, very nice to, to be able there. And, and, and the, you know, the concentration you need on the range when you come out, you come out very mm -hmm. relaxed, very calm, and it makes it easier for me to, to deal with other things. Did and it's a break from the dogs. Did you ever think about using this angle? If you have a dog that they want to put down, you could claim that the dog is an illegal and this way he would fall under sanctuary state protection? <laughs> not, not take it away. I don't know. If he came from, if, if, if he's like a, if he's like a rescue oh, dog from Puerto Rico or something, or Aruba, it's very possible he could do that. I'm just saying. You possibly could do that. step in with that, right, Gabe? <laughs> well, oh, I missed it. We could say the dog is not a U, not a U.S. not a Jersey citizen, a oh, U.S. citizen. Yeah, he's not yeah, from he can, so he's exempt house. from all the laws. It's a chihuahua. That I think he came across the southern border. Uh, he came across the southern border. I own three chihuahuas, and they did come across the southern border. <laughs> 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 There's not a dog I don't like, to be quite honest with you. They're no, just no, they're, they're all they, great. You, they just have to, you just have to find the one that matches your personality and who you are. You what know? you're really good at. You know, well, that's what we do. We try to we try to match the dog with the person and the personality and the temperament. You know, because you know, you, you know, some people go out like you know, you're, you're in your, your your late 60s, early 70s. Don't go get a pit bull puppy. Right. I mean, what are you doing? Right. Go right. go get yourself a nice you know, uh, you know relaxed dog, a nice collie, a nice you know, uh, or or an older pit bull, something that's like three or four years old. That's the, where the where the yayas have been grown out of it, and the dog's ready to relax and sit on the couch with you. Right. You know, right. don't right. go don't go looking for a, a, you know a, a, something you have to that's going to dig up your backyard or that you have to walk six miles a day because you're not going to do it. Right. You know, and then you get upset that the dog tore apart your furniture, but you didn't tell it not to. You know, and you left it in the house. It doesn't get exercise. You know, these dogs need, you know, they need attention, just like kids and people and everything else. That's all. Yeah, but, but, you know, if you can give a dog an hour's worth of exercise a day and 15 minutes of training, you end up with a balanced dog. Well, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. No. That's all the dog needs. But between me and my wife, you know, we split. I walk in the morning. She walks when we get home. I do training when I get home. Yeah, that's it. And an hour's worth. It doesn't matter how the hour is. It could be two, four 15-minute shots and 10 minutes of training. And the training can be done as part of the exercise. Mm. If you do that, yeah. you end up with a balanced yeah. dog. I, we and a lot of people don't do it, right? A no. lot of people no. treat a, a dog don't. the way they treat a gun. They buy it, shove it in the drawer, and the right. dog becomes like a piece of furniture, and 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 that's it. And they wonder uh, why and the then dog. And you end up with a situation that happens like the bar. Right. And right. Then those people should be are responsible, statutorily, but they should have been responsible to begin with before, right? Beforehand, so that yes. incident never would have happened. Right. 
You know? Right. So if you're going to get a if dog, if you're going to get a dog, absolutely a dog like seek out a trainer. Because it, unless you're a trainer, or I've worked with a or trainer, or you've worked no. with them, or you have you have experience with them, but you really should look to hire a professional. Absolutely. It doesn't matter who the professional is. Just right. bring somebody in to help you out. And 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 there's there's, there's uh, the International Association of Canine Professionals and the Association of Professional Dog Trainers, both of which can recommend professional trainers in your area. Just just go on their website and they'll point you in the right direction to professional trainers. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Or reach out to Behavior or Plus Dog Training. Yeah, well, you can always Please. call us. I'm absolutely. Sure Bob gets that yeah. lady uh, your info. Uh, you can always call yeah. us, but you know, if not us, somebody else. Just make sure you get some professional training and guidance because you know, a dog, a rescue dog. The first thing people do is feel sorry for it. You know, they came from the rescue. It was in the shelter. It had a bad life. It was beaten. Oh, you poor thing. And then we cuddle it, and then we let it sleep on the bed, and now it owns my house. Right. First thing you told me. <laughs> first thing you told me when Two days Shane later, the home. dog's in charge of everything, and it's you like, don't know how. This where is great. Lose control I love here. this. That's exactly right. Well, yeah. you know, the dog comes down, and it goes down to the people we food out. And the dog comes, and it goes down to its bowl, and it goes, it eats. So, so it eats when it wants. It's. Right. It, so I ate. What do I need to listen to you for? I don't exactly. need you. I have food. There's always food every time I go so there. So now the dog's on a cruise ship, and he's going to the buffet every morning. Right? Exactly. And then he goes from the buffet, and maybe right. he deals with the staff. Maybe he doesn't. Right, right. And <laughs> they wonder why the dog craps all day long, too. That's exactly right. But you're leaving the food out for the animal, you know? I mean, Bella will work from today. She'll, she'll probably finish working around 7 o'clock tonight, and that's when she'll eat. One meal. One meal. Wow. One meal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rex is on one meal now, and when he's done eating, we take the bowl away. Yeah. I, I learned that from Behavior Plus Dog yes. Training as well. <laughs> so we have some classes coming up. Urban Pistol 1, 2, Urban Carbine 2, Urban Pistol uh, 2, 3, and Low Light, No Light, all listed, as well as NRA classes, First Steps Pistol classes. I want to take a minute. I want to thank Gabe, his lovely wife, Gina, and his beautiful dog, Seamus. The best dog they never wanted. <laughs> and I also want to th thank Frank Puglisi, his daughter Allison, and, the, and Kim, and the whole crew at BehaviorPlusDogTraining.com, and the lovely Bella, who's been sleeping Bella. on the floor the whole time. You'll see in the pictures and the video. She's beautiful, and her and I both have food aggression uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> problems. So Except Bella's trained. Really, yeah, don't <laughs> Bella's been rehabbed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. Well, listen, when I go out to eat, this is how it works. I'm ordering this Fry Galamont appetizer. It's for me. <laughs> if any of you want Fry Galamont, you order your own. own. Because if you put your fork over my plate, your friends will be calling you Nine Fingers Louie. That's right. Okay? And I he can reason. Off. <laughs> yes. But we'll stick our hands in the dog food. <laughs> yes. Yes. But listen, BehaviorPlusDogTraining.com. Learn from the best. He's right here in New Jersey. He's accessible. Go on his Facebook, Google, Yelp, Twitter, whatever the hell it may be. Like him. Share him with your friends and family that have dogs. And again, adopt. Don't shop. Don't go to the mall and buy Absolutely. a dog that's going to have Absolutely. all kinds of sicknesses and stuff. Get a dog that's professionally trained. Get a dog that you have professionals will help you every step of the way. I'm well, done. looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Kinetic Media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, Bella the Dog, Frank <laughs> the Expert Man, and Gabe here. We love you guys. Gabe, our Chief Range Safety Officer. See you at the range. And don't get around between Anthony and Frank. Frank <laughs>